0: This is Sister Lisa coming to you from the Ill. the Edwin Elder Library podcast, and I hope everyone had a wonderful Easter, Resurrection Sunday. I know everybody was busy and um, having so much fun with their family and friends and church gatherings and online services and dramas and all the different things that are involved over a holiday weekend. Um, But God is good. He is faithful. Many souls were reached. Many souls were touched and renewed. uh, Many blessings of God. And the Lord was praised. And that's what's important. Lifting Jesus up. He said if he be lifted up, he'll draw all men into him. And I know we take that literally. We take that as being um, praising him. When we praise him, it causes other people to respond. But also, when he was lifted up on that cross, he died on Calvary. We must show people point people to the cross and show them what jesus did draw all men unto him so today we are reading in page 80 on page 80 of the frank bartleman's azusa street an eyewitness account to the birth of the pentecost revival we live by his breath as it were the wind on the day of pentecost was the breath of god acts two and two but what more can we say It must be experienced to understand. It cannot be explained. You know, um, in my yesterday's reading about the Easter story, when Jesus breathed on the disciples and said, Receive ye the Holy Ghost, He was prophesying about how the Holy Ghost was going to come as a wind. It was going to come as as the sound of a mighty rushing wind and fill all the house where they were sitting. It cannot be explained. We have certainly had a measure of the Spirit before without this. To this fact, all history testifies, but we cannot have the Pentecostal baptism without it. The apostles received it suddenly and in full. Only simple faith and abandonment can receive. For human reason can find all kinds of flaws and apparent foolishness in it. I spoke in tongues possibly for about 15 minutes on this first occasion. Then the immediate inspiration passed away for the time. I have spoken at times since also, but I never tried to reproduce it. It would be foolishness and sacrilege to try to imitate it. The experience left behind it, the consciousness of a state of utter abandonment to the Lord, a place of perfect rest for my own work and activity of mind. It left me with a consciousness of utter God control and of His presence naturally in corresponding measure. It was a most sacred experience. Many have trifled foolishly with this principle of po- possession. They have failed to continue in the spirit and have caused others to stumble. This has brought about great harm, but the experience still remains as a fact, both in history and in present-day realization. The greater part of most Christian knowledge of God is and has always been, since the loss of the spirit by the early church and intellectual knowledge. Their knowledge of the word and principles of God is an intellectual one, through natural reasoning and understanding largely they have little revelation, illumination, or inspiration directly from the Spirit of God. The famous commentators Coney Bear and Housen write, this gift, speaking in tongues, was the result of a sudden influx of the supernatural to the believer. Under its influence, the exercise of the understanding was suspended while the Spirit was wrapped in a state of sheer joy by the immediate communication of the Spirit of God. In this joyful state, the believer was constrained by irresistible power to pour forth his feelings of thanksgiving and rapture in words not his own. He was usually even ignorant of their meaning. Stalker, in his life of Paul, has the following to say. It, the speaking of tongues, seems to have been a kind of utterance in which the speaker poured out an impassioned rhapsody by which his religious faith received both expression and exaltation some were not able to tell others the meaning of what they were saying while others had this additional power and there were those who though not speaking in tongues themselves were able to interpret what the inspired speakers were saying in all cases there seems to have been a kind of immediate inspiration so that what they did was not the effect of calculation or preparation but of a strong present impulse these phenomena are so remarkable that if narrated in a history they would put a severe strain on christian faith They show with what mighty force. At its first entrance into the world, Christianity took possession of the spirits it touched. The very gifts of the spirit were perverted into instruments of sin. For those possessed of the more showy gifts, such as the miracles and tongues, were too fond of displaying them and turned them into grounds of boasting. There is always danger attached to privileges. Children frequently cut themselves with sharp knives. However, we are certainly in more danger from remaining in stagnation where we are then and going ahead trustingly for God don't become stagnant don't become content and complacent I mean you need to be content in whatever state you're in but what I mean is always keep seeking deeper Lord we only have a few moments here on earth before you're coming you're coming soon or before our lives are expanded before we expire you know, life is a vapor. The Bible says our life is a vapor. And sometimes it don't seem like it. It seems like it goes on and on and on. We do the same thing day in and day out. Sometimes it seems like that. Like, especially when you're a child. You can't wait till you become an adult. Then you can't wait to become a mother. Then you can't and so forth. It seems like we're always expecting something, something. And then when it comes, it's like, maybe not what we expected. You know, maybe life gets in the way. What else says life is what happens when you have, uh, you have goals and dreams and stuff, but, you know, you can't control everything and everybody. You know, you can only do, you can work on little things, baby steps at a time. And so that's why we pray and seek the will of God and let him unfold the rose of our life because, you know, that's what it is. It's history. It's his story. And I've said that many times because it is. We are here for him. We are here for his perfect work in our life and he died on the cross for us so we can be yielded to him you know it's just one of those greatest mystery of godliness you know and all things when it's done and decently and in order not my will but thine be done you know then not only not only is our lives more content and more meaningful because we know that it's about him it's not about us it's about him and and seeing him glorified and lifting him up and encouraging one another in the Lord and teaching and and um, trusting and um, letting our life mistake letting our mistakes of our life and our learning experiences help somebody else along the way who knows what we might say that might help somebody else see that hey God's got this God's in control our lives are important we mean we matter to God He loves us. You are here for a reason. You are here to praise the Lord and be used of God. You are here a blessing to uh, You are blessing somebody. You know, uh, my brothers, um, we were just talking a few minutes ago because seven years ago when my brother Darren was staying with my husband and I, um, he was playing the guitar and doing a song in Hebrew, and I recorded him on that, and um, we had it on our... um, our computer, and I had uploaded it to YouTube, and yesterday I shared it to my my mom and my brothers, and uh, Darren's like, he didn't remember, he didn't even know I recorded that, and Tim was joking and saying, yeah, she probably got on YouTube, you better ask her to um, give you a cutback from that, of course, I act like I get paid, I don't earn any money off YouTube, but uh, even if I did, but I'm like, hey, y'all. You know, there might be somebody, there might be some people in heaven, you're gonna get some rewards in heaven because you shared your gift, you know, and um, I didn't tell them yet, but if I would not have, if I, have not, if I would not have recorded it in the first place and, sh- and then shared it to from from my webcam onto YouTube, it would have been gone because my computer crashed. The computer that I had that on, it crashed and so thankfully I have it out there on YouTube it only had a few views in seven years. There's not had very many, so my channel is not a popular channel, and uh, my podcast here is not a popular podcast, but if it blesses one person, if what we do for Christ is done for Christ, then it will last. It will last. It's going to make a difference, and he said if you give a cup of water in his name, you're not going to be without reward, so if you sing a song and you share it with one person, or if you just sing it unto the Lord, actually. Whatever you do, do it all in word or in deed. Do it all as unto the Lord, and it's about Him, and, and He will He will exalt you in due season if, you, if it's meant to be. If it, if it's meant to be um, something that becomes like goes viral on the internet, or if it's something that might um, go down in a book form, or you know somebody might testify about something you said or did, or share something you did or said. Well, that's great, but it always. Always got to point back to God, God and His great love. In fact, the song my brother was doing was "How Great Is Our God." On he was singing in Hebrew, he was singing it in Hebrew, um, a song that he had learned. And um, I said, I told my brothers, I said, I said, I'm glad. I said it blesses me. I said even though I don't understand a word he's saying, then I said, L O L, laughing out loud. Um, I can't understand a word he's saying, but I know he's um, praising God. That is a blessing. When you bless the Lord. And that's the same thing when we're speaking in other tongues. When we're having this heavenly language like Frank Bartleman was talking about. We don't know what we're saying. But we could be speaking in Hebrew. Or we could be speaking in Arabic. Or we could be speaking in um, uh, Urdu. Or you could be speaking in Spanish or some other language. And you may not personally understand it and interpret it. But somebody around you might know that language. Praises to God. That's what it is. Your, your soul is just praising God. And so if you haven't experienced that, pray and ask God. Say, Lord, make me ready for that gift. You know, first got to repent. We always got to repent. And we also got to believe and have faith. Because faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Well, God bless you. You have a wonderful day. How many pages did I do today? I think just two. Three. <laughs> anyway, God bless you. Have a-